2: Hello and welcome to another game of Wild Beyond the Witchlight, an exciting D&D adventure that takes our party into the mysteries of the Feywild. We have our adventuring crew who was previously in the Witchlight Carnival seeking out things that they had lost when they snuck into the carnival many years ago as children. And uh, I'm going to start by letting everyone introduce themselves and tell us what your character lost, what you're looking for. Let's start with Joe.
3: Uh, I am playing Alistair Hoppleton, a Haragon uh, wannabe samurai, uh, and I have lost my sense of fun.
0: Matt? Uh, I am Millicent Hoppleton, Joe's character's sister, and uh, I am a Harrigan bard who is not ashamed to admit that she can't feel shame, but doesn't feel like she lost anything. Just, just doesn't feel shame.
1: Anna? Hi, I'm Anna. I'm playing Moss. She's a human ranger who has lost her memory. And Andrew. Andrew Powers play
4: Trueshot, an elf turned damn fighter who lost the biological.
1: And
2: isn't that just super entertaining for all of us? Uh, So at the end of the last session, we had uh, everyone kind of pulled off this magnificent, chaotic heist at the Witchlight Carnival to convince the owners to tell you the way into the Fey Domain of Prismere where a coven of hags has been stealing from visitors to the carnival. And you landed in Prismere, where you were accosted by some brigands, whom you, uh, convinced politely-ish to leave you alone. And, uh, you also saw, when you first came down, a hot air balloon crashing off in the distance. Uh, so you're in a swampy area, and I will say, um... Alistair and Moss, as you as you have entered this realm and become just, uh, you know, gone down into the swamp, and the Feywild has this certain air to it. it. You can tell you're in a different place here. And both of you feel that sort of keen sense of loss again. The sense of your what you have lost and left behind that you felt at the Witchlight Carnival so many years ago. You are... Sure that whatever you've lost is here somewhere. Okay. So you're 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 in the swamp. It is mucky, sticky ground everywhere. The brigands have fled. And uh, what do you want to do?
3: Did we see which way they headed?
2: Um, they headed uh north, farther into the swamp. It's it's really you came down from uh, a a road high in the air. You came down from that, and uh, it's crumbling. There are holes in it. You climb down, and it's just all swamp and muck and fog down here. They went off to the north, and uh, when you saw the hot air balloon crash, it was kind of to the west. I'm east. I've got it all backwards. Definitely to the east.
3: (laughs) Uh, Well, I look at everybody else. What do they want to do? What what do you want to do, friends? I
1: think... Maybe I would like to avoid more brigands, so I'd be more interested in pursuing the hot air balloon and seeing if that's someone else who needs help, maybe having another ally in this very unpleasant swamp would be a good thing.
3: I know the
4: brigands were pretty friendly or them than...
1: whatever you want, dear.
3: <laughs> I vote for not that one yet um sister uh, hm balloon
2: <laughs> i I I will note that on your map to the east there is a tower drawn. You think it's tower, probably. I mean this this map is not uh, it not looks like drawn by like a professional cartographer.
3: Yeah, it looks like something you'd find on like the back of a Denny's menu. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. maybe like drawn in crayon. It's kind of like that, <laughs> but it it gives you a sort of idea. All right. So you all trek off to the west, east. Wow, I'm going to get this eventually. Um, the the ground is all this kind of sticky muck. This is difficult terrain you're going through. As, uh, you know, every step you take is kind of your feet sort of sink into this terrible, gross mud. Let's see. And, but you eventually, after maybe takes you an hour, hour and a half, you reach this tower Are you see it at a fair distance? Are you going to just like run up to it? Do you want to observe from a distance? Uh, And I'm I'm
1: always observing from a distance. That's that's Moss's way.
3: (laughs) I'm gonna, I I would have to, I would want to get closer, especially if I think if I'm confident that's where uh this balloon landed or in this vicinity.
4: Yeah, I'm just following expressing to it.
2: I will say, even from a good distance, you can see this tower. It's an old crumbling stone tower that's coming up out of the swamp at a off kilter angle. It's leaning in a way that looks like it's about to just keel over and collapse, but it seems to be standing there without moving. Okay, around if, the.
4: Oh, if we're hmm. close enough to do it, I'm going to poke it to see if I can make.
2: I'm assuming you aren't quite that close because I have. Okay. <laughs> I have a oh, couple I'm hanging more way things. in the
4: back, by the way. Okay.
2: Uh, there, are, surrounding the base of the tower, there are. Thick black brambles that would make it a little hard to just run up. I mean, maybe True Shot might, but I don't know about the rest of the group. And uh, hanging from the side of the tower is a uh, large woven basket. And at the end, there's a tangle of ropes and a tattered, tattered cloth. The basket dangles about 30 feet up from the uh, swamp. And the tower itself is about... Fifty feet tall, twenty feet in diameter. It's a good feet. It's a good size tower, but it's not gigantic.
1: We don't see any people who might or might have been riding in the balloon, just wreckage of balloon.
2: You only see the wreckage of the balloon unless you get closer. I'm assuming you're maybe sixty feet away from it at this point as you march up. Right, so yep. I'm going I guess
1: we keep on let's keep on marching. Okay.
2: Um Alistair, are you in the lead here? I know uh uh Millicent said she was in the back and True Shot is following along. Yeah, it's and possible Moss? I'm
0: even behind Moss.
2: Okay. Kind of sounds like everyone wants to be in the back. Are you in the front, Alistair?
3: <laughs> Say that again. Sorry.
2: Uh are you up in the front of the group, Alistair? Kind of sounds like everyone yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Is I would
3: be up in I would be up in Fighting
2: for last place. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, I would be up in front. I would always take I'll, I'll I'll always take point.
2: As you approach the tower, you hear a whispered voice. Psst. You there, I need your help.
3: I look to see if I can find where that's coming from.
2: Uh, as you've approached, it appears to be coming from the basket hanging down from the tower.
3: Oh. Y- Hello?
2: Now, are you responding in a whisper? Or are you shouting? Or are you talking in a normal voice? <laughs> uh,
3: I heard it as a whisper. I'd reply in a whisper.
2: Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm in a bit of a bind, as you can observe. I... Sir Talavar, as one of the Summer Queen's loyal servants, ask that you free me. He's still talking in a whisper. You see, I was in the midst of a daring escape from the vile Bevlorna Blightstraw when her balloon was set upon by an ill wind and sent plummeting to its current unfortunate location. My pilot, the Honorable Wigglewog, did not survive. I have been trapped up here for a while now. Help me, I must tell my queen of the fall of Prismere.
3: All right, can I see a way to get to
2: them? Um, so it's thirty feet up, and the brambles are about you know kind of come maybe ten or fifteen feet out from the base of the tower. They're pretty thick.
4: Can I sh- an arrow to break the ropes that hold the basket? The assumption that the brambles will catch the
2: basket. Uh, okay. Are you gonna Are you gonna give that a try? Um, I'm. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the Matt Mercer thing and say you can certainly try. <laughs>
3: Uh, we haven't had a long rest yet, right?
2: Um, you have not. You kind of tumbled straight into this place. I will say, you did have a long rest in the middle of your Witchlight adventure.
3: So we had a uh, long rest at some point. I I couldn't remember when.
2: Yes. I'm
3: I'm trying to remember if if I have any of my hops back or not.
2: Um, I believe you should, because kind of in the middle of the adventure, when you all sat down for the, uh... Big top extravaganza. I just counted that as a long rest. So in the middle of your witch carnival thing, you did have what was considered a long rest. And I believe you used your hops before that.
3: Yeah. Uh, you, know, you can jump a number okay. of feet equal to five times your proficiency. My proficiency is two, I believe, right now. Double checking. Yep. So I can jump 10 feet straight up. So not a lot.
4: Well, <laughs> so I will pull out my bow and announce... Um, I'll shoot down the basket. Give everyone a chance to stop me if every, if anyone thinks it's a <laughs> good idea.
2: Um, are you shouting or are you just saying it?
4: Uh, everyone's like nearby me, right?
2: Yeah, except for Sir Talivar, who's up in the basket.
4: Yeah, but he could hear a whisper, so I think just saying it, like talking. Okay, voice.
2: and uh, Sir Talivar cuts in pretty urgently. Shh! Two serpents are asleep in the brambles just outside the tower door awaken them. They might put the squeeze on you or
1: worse. Devour me!
2: Okay, then I'll whisper.
4: Okay, I'm gonna shoot the basket down.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely going to knock the bow out of your hand <laughs> and try not to roll my eyes too, obviously. Okay, then
4: I, I will the bow.
2: I will add that you don't see Taliver. You just see you hearing this voice coming down from the basket. I'm
1: guessing we don't see the surface yet either?
2: Uh, uh-uh. no. Let's see, are you... Give me a perception check. Anyone can give me a perception check.
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'd be looking uh, for some solution, so I'll, I will also do that thing.
2: 18. Four. <laughs> I, got a uh,
3: I got a natural so, uh, 20.
2: Millicent and uh, and uh, Trueshot, you have no idea what's going on. Snakes, what are we... What? Um, am still like,
0: trying to figure out the spell I learned. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs>
2: uh alistair and moss you both look around and kind of on the opposite side of the tower from where the balloon is you see there's a door going into the tower and at the foot of it are a pair of snakes who are mm -hmm, they're about 10 feet from the door and they kind of lie together asleep in the sun
3: okay then but they're
2: these are pretty big snakes I'll I'll say for the purpose of of explaining to you, they are giant constrictor snakes. So these are these are big boys, mm. but they aren't they aren't moving. Their eyes are closed. Certainly, with a twenty, you can tell that.
3: Can I try to make my way up to the baskets like quietly? If I like do acrobatics or or something like that to try to like get up through the brambles to it. Hold, hold up
0: a second. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, brother. There are ropes hanging from the
2: basket. The ropes are kind of not hanging down from it. The ropes are kind of what's tangled up in the supporting structure of the tower and holding the basket. Hmm. You know, let me me roll a dice and we'll see if there's a rope hanging down close enough for someone to catch. There is not. All of the ropes are tangled up above the basket, not hanging down below it. That's kind of how the basket is stuck.
0: All right. um, My brother wants to do something crazy involving acrobatics.
2: Well, Uh, that's what it sounds like. I'm going to
0: give you inspiration. Okay. I'm just trying to the back and go, good luck, my brother, because I'm not doing this. Uh, You get 1d6
3: to add to your roll. All right. I'm going to see if I can make my way up there, climb up there in some capacity. Uh, As long as that's allowed, Liz.
2: Uh, Yeah, sure. You can give it a go. Let me.
3: I've already wasted my natural 20. So this is going to be a critical fail. Just watch.
2: (laughs) from your perception check, I can tell you, you can get up. You can see well enough. You've analyzed the position of the brambles. You can get up to the tower without, you know, getting stuck. Okay, um, I rolled the 20,
3: 22 on acrobatics and make my way up there.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I did say, I did say the tower is in poor repair, and there are some bricks that are, um, you know, not all the way in. It's uh, loose and. That you can, so you can sort of climb up on you know bits of masonry that are sticking out at odd angles, and you do that very deftly, just hopping from little handhold to little handhold until you get up to the basket. Now, I'm going to ask: Is anyone on the ground doing anything? True shot or Moss, or are you just watching? Uh, yeah, my bow got knocked out of my hand, so
1: I'm picking that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'm, in, I'm keeping my eye on the snakes. I think for now, so uh, I'm, I'm yeah. staying on the ground.
2: That is not a bad idea. So, Alistair, you are up level with the basket, and inside you see a birdcage. And inside the birdcage, you see a small fairy dragon, bright purple with a small sword strapped to his belt, sitting very dignified and looking at you with his head held high, even though the cage is kind of tipped over and he's up in this basket that sort of... (laughs) precarious Ah, my rescuer
3: i will uh this is gonna sound weird but he looks like he's like a little knight or something Uh,
2: he he's a fairy dragon so i believe a fairy dragon is considered a small creature
3: but like he's he's talking very regally so like does he have anything about him that like indicates like status or or anything like that something that's like I don't know. I've never seen a fairy dragon before, so I'm I'm just trying to see, like, how I should address him.
2: He is wearing a very fancy medallion around his neck, and he said he was a servant of the Summer Queen.
3: Ah, uh, and then I will give an inclination of my head, uh, and very quietly, uh, well, you seem to be in a bit of a predicament. Uh, I'm assuming that you cannot get out of the cage, otherwise you would have probably already left. Is there a key? I am a
2: f- there is a key. Indeed, indeed. Straight to the point. I like it very much. Uh hang on. Me, Liz, has to double check where the key is. Um, Talvert does explain to you that he was trapped in this cage by the hag, Bevlorna Bright Blight Straw. And uh, while he's in the cage, he can't use any magic to uh, free himself. And of course he's he's a small guy. He can't just break his way out of these bars there is a key from the cage and he tells you you should be able to find it from jingle jangle she's a goblin over that way over up on the hill she collects oh. keys I'm sure she would be able to have it if or find it if she doesn't have it
3: right well then uh let's uh get you out of here and get on our way shall we <sighs>
2: Thank you, kind sir. I do appreciate it. What is your name so that I may more properly thank my rescuer?
3: You, let's continue this conversation on the ground, but you can call me Alistair.
2: Very well, Sir Alistair. I appreciate your aid.
3: Uh, I will grab the cage and try to make my way back down.
2: Uh, Okay, I'm just going to say with the acrobatics check you already made, you get down easily and you make a few careful hops to get through the brambles and back to the group. And uh, Taliver, kind of standing regally in his cage, as regally as he can, says, Ha! A whole party of rescuers. How wonderful, wonderful. Thank you.
3: Right. Well, uh, it seems that you've run afoul of the hags as well. Um,
2: hags while this is, on... Liz, um, while this is going on. are not friendly creatures. Liz, while this is going
0: on, does it look like a normal lock on the cage, or does it look different?
2: Uh, it does kind of look like a standard lock.
0: I mean, uh, do I, I think I've got these tools? Let me check.
2: Oh, actually, I might also. What
3: do I have? I mean, the best I got to contribute is Dragon Chess, uh, which I don't think is going to do much for a lock.
1: Oh, no, sadly not.
2: Um, I I will skip this part and say that he, you tr- either of you can try to pick the lock, but it cannot be picked.
1: Okay. So That's we
2: can for about. we can forgo a series of rolls and anything like that. Okay.
3: So, like an arcane lock type situation or something that requires the key. All right, cool, 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 cool. cool. Uh, yeah
2: you magic might be able to open it, but all of your attempts with tools don't seem to get anywhere
3: sir tolliver uh if forgive my rudeness, these are my companions this is my sister uh Millicent I just nod this is our and friend, he makes a good
2: he makes a courtly ble- courtly bow to you uh
3: this is our friend Moss uh and her companion puppy or their companion. And I, makes- I, I realize, and <laughs> Alistair cocks his head to Moss. I realize that I've been rude and I have not asked for the proper termage. I apologize. Um, but I point to you and the, and puppy anyway.
1: Oh, you give a nod and puppy's just panting happily.
3: And, uh, this is true shot. Um, an odd one, but one of ours, nonetheless, we are all bound by what we've lost by the hags. Um, so I believe we can help you, and potentially maybe you can help us.
2: The hags are very unpleasant creatures. You'll have to be careful if you mean to get the better of them.
3: Well, thanks to the hags, I'm They're- also a very unpleasant creature. Uh, or so yeah, my sister would tell you, me.
2: Uh, I would say
0: unpleasant.
2: Only one hag is in this particular realm, Bavlorna. Yeah, they've, Their sisters.
3: they've split into yeah, the three realms, right?
2: Yeah, you would already know this, that the... Prismere has been split into Hither, Thither, and Yon, one of which is ruled by each of the three hags.
3: Yeah, we learned that from the uh, the horses, if I remember correctly. The pretty Oh, uh, Yes,
2: I believe the carousel horses told you all of this.
3: Yeah. What were What were you doing? If you served the queen, you must have had a mission.
2: I came to seek Zybilna, to ask for her aid. But instead, Zybilna is nowhere to be found, and the hags seem to rule over this land. And I must return to my queen urgently to let her know what has happened. But Davlorna discovered me and imprisoned me before I could. Uh, I'm going to step back a few minutes because I forgot to give you a detail, Alistair. Which is that there was the body of a... What are they called? There was the body of a frog creature... In the basket with Sor- Sir Talivar, who was not moving or breathing.
3: Who was your companion in the basket, friend?
2: Uh, it was a bullywog named Wigglewog.
3: Wigglewog. There is the a whole. Okay.
2: <laughs> There's a whole town of them up to the north, where uh, where Bavlorna holds her court. Very, very funny sorts. Very formal. Uh, but they serve her, or at least tolerate her, or she tolerates them, I'm not entirely sure. (sighs) But this one, this, this, my companion, Wigglewog, agreed to help me escape, and we stole this balloon, or more accurately, he stole this balloon, because I am in this cage, and got this far, but no farther.
3: Right. Well then, if, when we free you, how likely would the queen be to send aid?
2: Uh Ah, I think she would be inclined to, to aid Xybilna if she could, but I do not know when or where such aid might be, might happen.
3: As are the whims and of, those I, of the Fae.
2: I cannot speak with any certainty for, yes, as you have stated, the whims of the Fae may swing either way.
3: I look at our, my friends, well, it seems like we at the very least can help one soul out. Uh, Shall we make our way to Jingle Jangle and their keys as
0: long as they don't have spurs
3: i believe the I'm keys good are good. what make the jingle jangle sound sister
0: it
4: um, i'm i'm good person.
2: to try to help you got cut true off trishon you thanks so? yeah
4: oh i was just saying with that name sounds like a fun like musical
2: ah uh, well i do not know her personally only by reputation so i suppose we will all find out won't we indeed if i i am going to make you all make a stealth check to get past the snakes without them waking up a dirty 20. 11.
0: Awesome, 11. <laughs> Natural 20 for a 26.
2: Okay, I will say, because we got two 20s in this group, you see uh, Alistair and uh, Millicent, you notice that uh, True Shot is about to step on a twig, and you pull him away, and uh, you sort of direct Moss down a different path around the Brambles that looks like not as much in the way, nothing to step on, and you sneak past just fine.
1: Thank you. Right.
2: So you continue through the swamp, which is, uh, it remains difficult terrain. And as you go, you see in the distance, in the fog, a building. The building seems to be moving.
1: Okay. Is it moving towards us? Like, or is it just kind of...
2: Uh, it's kind of it's moving in your general direction. It's not like making a beeline for you, but it's kind of it's moving in this direction as it gets closer. I'll say everyone with y'all's passive perception hears kind of a squelching sound as it sort of moves and however it's moving through the mucky swamp. Is it like high, thing?
4: Like it has legs, or it like floats on the swamp, or how does it move?
2: Uh, it has kind of a, a juddering movement. Like it's not smooth. It's sort of swaying and. I'm I'm not sure if True Shot would understand what that means, but it does not. It isn't making a slow gliding motion.
3: Huh.
4: Okay. So uh, True Shot's going to say, I feel like I'm moving faster than I should be. Like that, we're getting closer to that building much quicker than I feel like I'm walking towards it. It's strange.
2: Maybe it's just an
4: illusion.
1: Do we want to approach this house, this building? Or do we want to try to sneak around it?
2: After a moment, the building stops and settles down and is still. It it lowers itself by some amount and is still.
3: Hmm. Okay.
1: I'm up for investigating, if you are. Sure. Question mark? I, I don't know. It's it's there, so I kind of feel like we might as well.
3: I'm, I look to the group because, yeah, that's, that's a weird one.
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure how to gauge anything we find here. I'm... Kind of assuming everything is hostile, but it also seems then maybe the more information we can get, the better, since we're we're kind of going without much knowledge. I know we've got this kind of hand-drawn map, but more info is always a good thing, in my mind.
3: Uh, I mean, there's two more of you here. What, do you have an opinion? Yeah, I walk right up to it. <laughs>
2: um, so this is a... Wait, um, hold on,
3: hold on. True shot.
2: Okay.
0: Do you think it's a good idea for us to just walk up to that thing?
4: I don't know. Everywhere we go, we keep making new friends.
0: Okay, it's definitely a bad idea to walk up to it. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> we definitely shouldn't walk up to it.
2: <laughs> um, It is a squat three-story building, as best you can tell. And it has a slate-shingled roof, looks a little worn, and there are tiny orbs of pale light that sort of buzz around its exterior like fireflies.
1: Is anyone approaching or not? Yeah, I will. I'm curious. We've got puppy. We can handle it.
2: Yeah. Uh, as you get closer, you can smell a kind of like a hearty stew smell or like roasting meat smell coming out of the windows. And there's smoke rising from the chimney.
1: I kind of creep up to a window and try to sneak in, like peek inside.
2: Uh, yes, that's easy enough. Inside, it's a warm, cheery looking in. There's a fire burning in the hearth. It's uh maybe a little well worn. There aren't any patrons in there, but uh you see a an elderly human at the bar, kind of cleaning it off to a nice shine or as much of a shine as you can on an old,
1: well worn piece of furniture like that. Um. Okay. Can I like do a perception check to try to get any more information about our bartender? Um. Or sure, just go. For that's it. all I see. I don't know if there's more to learn.
2: Um, give, me, give me an insight check instead. Insight and we check, can sorry. see kind of... Because that's what you see. We'll see what you can kind of intuit from what you have seen.
1: All right. Insight is 12.
2: Um, you're not really sure from the amount of information you get, but you don't seem to...
1: It doesn't seem threatening. All right. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go in. <laughs> I'm ready to go adventuring. So yeah, Moss is going to actually go into the building... With puppy, and if anyone wants to join me and chat with the bartender, you can. If not,
3: I don't think we should split the I'll party. Go um, yeah, I think we should all go.
1: I more meant like, do you want to wait outside? I didn't mean you have to like go on without me.
3: Uh, that, mm. it's not that. It's Alistair is suspect of anything in the Feywilds, Wilds, and so like going into there, we don't know what's going to happen. So sticking together seems like a better idea. Question mark.
1: I'm just curious. I feel like if we see something, we might as well yeah, investigate. I agree. So my inclination is always going to be to check out what more, we
3: do. more information is better than no information. Um, That's
1: my thought. So
2: you are approaching the inn, Moss. You just walk through the front door. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. You push open the front door. It's not locked, and it sort of creaks as it as uh, as you push it open, but. Uh, the bartender looks up at you and gives kind of a tired, weary sort of smile as you uh, walk in. Ah, travelers, we get fewer and fewer of those. Is there anything I can do for you? We have fresh stew, hot beds, and I made some plum pie this morning. What is this establishment? Uh, this is the inn at the end of the road, and she kind of brightens up like she's, you know, she's proud of this place. Uh, we used to travel throughout all of the realms of Prismere, but now we are
1: stuck in the swamp it is and, and what's your name?
2: Ah, uh, I'm sorry that's so rude of me. I am I've totally lost her name. I am Sue Harabax, proprietor and owner of this fine establishment, and uh it has been such a long time since we've had guests. You don't get many inn patrons in a swamp. and you are.
1: My name's Moss and I'm I've just arrived here so I'm I'm looking for any information about about this this land of Prismere. Ah, uh, well, yes, I have been here for
2: all my life, I suppose. It's been a very long time. Ah, uh, yes, come over. Come sit down and we'll have some What would you like to drink? Tea? Something stronger? Something hot? Something cold? Some tea. So, is everyone else following Moss in and if so, what are y'all doing? I, I went in and I'm definitely ordering some of that stew
4: because whatever meat you find in a swamp in the Feyland, it really sounds safe.
2: <laughs> totally fine. Um and what about you, Alistair?
3: Yeah, I would follow in. Um I don't know that I would trust food from the Feywild, Wild, but I would okay. definitely uh follow everybody in and make sure that nothing funky happens.
2: And
0: you, Millicent. Oh, I came in because I'm not (laughs) standing out there by myself. Uh, Mm -hmm. But when the innkeeper starts talking, I'm gauging the sincerity of their words.
2: Uh, Okay, give me an insight check.
0: Uh, An 11.
2: Um, you know, hard to read. But this place seems pretty cheery, certainly more cheery than the world outside. You're inclined to trust her. Nice warm fire, smell of good food. Seems fine. Seems on the up and up.
0: Then I'm going to take my flute out. Um make sure it's clean, uh, do all that stuff that people do when they play flutes,
2: uh,
0: mm. and uh, just kind of head over towards near the fire and play a very gentle melody. Just just something to keep my fingers and my uh, lips in practice.
2: Okay, and she gives you a warm smile. Welcome, welcome, guests. She's uh, pouring hot tea for anyone who wants it. Um, right, The kettle coming right <laughs> off the stove, kind of perfect temperature after the cold, dank swamp. Uh, she brings out a steaming bowl of, like, beef stew, very hearty for you, True Shot. Uh, and, you know, offers everyone anything they might want that she can offer. Um, but when everyone is satisfied with whatever whatever you have, she sits down across the bar from you all and says, ah, it's, it's Zyvilna, you see. She is... I've heard rumor that she is imprisoned. And no one has seen her in quite some time. I don't know what's happened to her. But this coven of hags has come in, and this is the result. You see, she sort of waves her arm to the window where it is a horrible, gross swamp outside. I used to be able to travel all over Prismere and had all manner of guests. And now I only stay in this swamp. There's no way out. Only the hags have ways in and out. Mm -hmm i
0: what- you wouldn't happen to know about uh, someone named Jingle Jangle, would you? Is that the name <laughs> Jingle Jangle? Or is it Jingle Jangle? I don't remember.
2: Yes, um, and I'll say Sir Taliver is still with you. I assume someone is carrying him.
1: Yeah, I got it. Oh, I thought Alistair was here.
2: Uh, yes, he will very pleasantly take an offer of tea, which is like in a thimble kind of sized cup that they that this woman pushes through the bars to him, and he seems Quite content to sit there with a warm drink and listening to the music. Uh, You know, actually, uh, Millicent, why don't you roll a performance check and we'll see how pleasant the music is today.
0: Uh, 22.
2: Uh, yes, it is. It is a beautiful, soothing melody, and everyone who hears it is just that little bit more relaxed. A little tiny bit of anxiety fades away with the sound of this song. Um, See, this so is just, where it's
0: a good thing that I don't actually try to do things because the only melody that's coming to mind is the Final Countdown by Europe. <laughs> so, so imagine Roll that one. on flute.
2: Yeah. So,
0: no, that's that's why it's I, I don't have to actually act it out.
2: Only with like the tempo of a lullaby, so it's really yeah.
0: slow. Yeah, it's like the movie trailer version of it.
1: Well, you know, with a role like that, it's clearly working. Uh, let's see. All right. So Moss is, Moss is ready to, ready to chat. Yeah, so we've we've it. heard of, we've heard of Zybilna. Do you know where she might be imprisoned? Well,
2: she has, she has her palace, the Palace of Hearts Desire. At the It used to be the very center of Prismere, but I haven't heard where she is. I can only imagine she's there, but if she's there, why has she let all of this happen? <sighs> When Zybilna ruled this inn was the talk of Prismere, and now... And now we're stuck in the muck, like so many others.
1: You know where we can find the hags? This is where Bevlarna Blightstraw lives, correct?
2: Ah, uh, yes, yes. Don't know if you really want to find her. She doesn't seem exactly friendly, but she has a home in downfall.
1: Well, she's taken the memory of... My life before my when I was a child, and she's taken my companion's sense of joy. So, as unpleasant as she may be, I think we must seek her out. She is a
2: trickster, a liar, and a thief, very.
1: Is there anything we should know about how to best challenge her? How to defeat her? Possibly.
2: I am afraid I know very little. No one in this realm seems powerful enough, or maybe brave enough, or daring enough to to get rid of her. Hags are. Powerful creatures, and they're powerful enough to have transformed this realm into the swamp you now see. <sighs> I'm afraid on this, I cannot advise you.
1: Anyone else have questions?
3: Do you know of Jingle Jangle?
2: Uh, yes, Jingle Jangle. Sweet, sweet girl. She was, she has not gotten the good side of the hags either, but she's kind all for it. You know, some people, bad things happen to them and they become cruel and hard. Yeah, but Jingle Jangle is friendly. She's retained some of that, at least. She is usually up in the uh, the place called Up on Tell Me Hill, which is usually kind of over that way. She kind of gestures, and uh, you look out the windows, and the the scenery outside is moving.
3: The scenery or we are moving?
2: Well, it doesn't feel like you're moving. There's no sense of motion. But uh, the land outside shifts like you're moving. You know, if you stay for a while, we'll be there soon. We're heading in that direction anyway.
4: How? What? What do you mean heading that direction?
2: Uh, well, the inn, the inn travels. I mean, you we didn't go from see it place walking. to
4: place. Slowly, I, I piece that back together. Oh, that's that's why it seemed. But that's why we have been
1: towards it faster.
2: Got it. I mean, tell me, Hill sometimes moves too. But last I heard, it was often this direction.
1: Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm good to hitch a ride with the inn. Uh, about how long would it take? For now?
2: Uh, uh, maybe a half hour, a little while. If, you, if anyone would like to take a short rest, we can say it takes an hour and there's plenty of time for a short rest.
0: Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll take a short rest. I mean, I don't think I really need one.
2: I mean, if you want to, if you want to take a long rest, she has offered beds in the inn. So it is up to you what you want to do.
0: I haven't. I personally haven't done anything since that time you said we were taking a long rest on the last adventure. So yeah. there wouldn't be any benefit to me to take a long rest. Yeah, I yeah. I don't think I've cast really anything.
1: Yeah, I didn't think I'd, we'd done a whole lot.
0: The short rest yet. would give me back the inspiration I gave my brother. That's basically it.
2: Uh, yeah, well, let's say there's time to take a short rest and everyone can relax here. If you want to relax... And now your group does seem kind of new here. Do you do you know how things work in Prismere?
0: Not even a little.
2: Well, it is very different since Zybilna has gone. Zybilna does... Zybilna used to enforce standards. Uh, there were rules of the domain. I wish we could go back to those times. Things were better with Zybilna. Uh, and she explains to you that... The realm has uh, certain rules. There is the rule of hospitality, which is when a friend, an enemy, or a stranger enters your home, you are expected to be gracious and accommodating until such time as they prove by words or actions undeserving of such hospitality. There is the rule of ownership, where you must not steal from a friend, an enemy, or a stranger. Take something that doesn't belong to you without the rightful owner's permission is a crime and an unforgivable breach of etiquette. And the rule of reci- oh, words reciprocity, did I say that right? I hope I said that right. Yeah. When a friend, an enemy, or a stranger offers you a gift, you are obligated to accept and offer something of comparable value, be it another gift or a service, in return. Such reciprocation need not happen immediately. When Zybilna ruled, these were taken as matter of course. But now brigands roam the land and take what they will. The hags seem to take things whenever they want, but some of the rules do still apply. I know I know the Bullywogs and Downfall are certainly have manners and hospitality, but it isn't the way it used to be here. It's a lot of rules. I mean, it's, it's three rules.
1: Mm. For a place that looks like it does now, that's very specific. <laughs> uh, well,
2: and uh, she will say this, it's it's part of the Feywild. Creatures of the Fey, you know, they do like their rules. And Sir Taliver speaks up, yes, really, it's quite a standard sort of contract in the Feywild. To be kind and polite and hospitable whenever you can, as long
1: as needs call for it. Something tells me the hags do not enjoy following these rules. It's no wonder they've wrecked such havoc here. It's a terrible
2: thing. it's a terrible thing. I wish something could be done, but so far this is this is what it is, and we must live with it. You must live with what's in front of you, however you like or dislike it.
1: Has no one tried to fight off the hags? If
2: anyone has, you do not hear of them ever again uh, there have been rumors that some people have, but they come and go and you just nothing happens nothing changes. The hag is a very powerful creature mm.
1: i'm not sure i've got anything else that i want to yeah anyone else have, have
2: questions
4: things they want to do i'm not sure i'd figure it out but we should definitely put something uh the tea after she just said that, that
1: No, that's the hospitality kid. thing yeah it's hosp- is that hospitality or gift i'm guessing that's hospitality.
0: yeah the, but also well, i don't know about you suckers but i played music so that's me <laughs>
2: <laughs> um true shot you can roll an insight check to see if you make this connection uh 13 uh i will say you know something fires in your brain and you think it would probably be polite she hasn't asked for anything or acted like she expects something but it would be polite she's being really nice to y'all isn't she
4: okay um then i guess i will uh, pull out some silver and thank her be like "On how much do we owe you everything. Try to pass.
2: Uh, well, you don't need to give me silver. You can give whatever whatever you want, a trinket, a song. This is a lovely song. Thank you.
0: I incline one ear.
2: <laughs> uh, but she will certainly accept the coins if you hand them over, kind of looking at them. I haven't seen coins like this before. How interesting. How I mean, What an unusual stamp on them. Uh, uh,
4: then I'll start to realize, oh, wait, they have different currency at the
2: Feywad. Well, we do see all sorts here, and silver is silver anywhere, I think.
1: Uh, I'm going to give her the magic wand that I won at the fair. It casts Dancing Lights once. I don't think I'm going to need that. So she
2: okay, okay. Uh, she looks very amused by it. And I mean, no one no one has to do anything. Up to y'all.
1: Good karma. I figure I want to follow the rules so that whenever we're facing hags, better luck.
2: And uh, y'all sit around for a while, enjoy the warmth of the fire. I don't know if Alistair's enjoying any of this. is just
3: kind of like, enjoying is, he can't really feel happiness right now. So like, mm -hmm. enjoying is not a thing he can do, but he can kind of observe everybody and keep an eye on everybody. And so he will do that at the very least. So whatever people decide to do, he will kind of just hang around and make sure everybody is okay.
2: Uh, okay, so after kind of the duration of a short rest, you, uh, the inn, and you you feel nothing. The inn doesn't feel like it's moving, but if you look out the windows, the terrain is swaying and moving in, like, the terrain looks like you're having a bumpy ride, but it's perfectly smooth inside the inn. Uh, but after, so yes, you, after the duration of a rest, you see outside the windows that the inn is settling down again. And uh, Sue says, well, we should be near, we should be nearby now. Uh, Usually tell me Hill is off in that direction. She's walked to the door, pushed it open, and is pointing, pointing out into the fog. And uh, whoever walks with her, I will see you say, see a rising hill kind of enshrouded in fog. Uh, a short walk away to the east.
1: Right. Well, then Moss thanks her again for her hospitality and the information. And I think I'm ready to go if everyone else is.
3: Okay. I will follow Moss.
1: And uh, I'm sorry to tell you
0: guys that I've decided to move in here and stay (laughs) forever in this walking place and Godspeed to y'all. And then I leave. (laughs) But before I go, I uh, pull out one of my many daggers and like, hand it, you know, pommel first to the, uh, what was his name? Judy, I thought you said? Uh, Sue. Sue, okay. I hand it to Sue. Here you go. It's a knife.
2: <laughs> I, thank you. Thank you. It is a fine make.
0: Pointy end goes into things.
2: Yes, yes. I've, I've used knives before. But thank you. Thank you.
0: I tip my head and I take out my flute and I'm playing as we leave the, uh, terrifying in
1: yeah i think we should all head off towards towards the hill oh actually
0: i will ask the uh the fairy dragon sir sir fairy dragon uh Mm -hmm. is it all right if i play the flute or will we be attacked by something if i make noise
2: Uh, well i if you don't know that's a fine answer i i do not know i know brigands roam around here so possibly but
0: okay it's a large
2: place it's a big swamp
0: I'll put the flute away for now. Well, I don't really put it away. I'm just carrying it. I'm not playing it.
2: Yeah. So uh, as you tromp through the mud towards the hill, I'd like everyone to make a survival check.
3: These these rolls are going to break bad One at one point. That's a 16 for me. Got
2: a 6. <laughs> 23. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, two of you rolled amazingly well. One of you rolled pretty well. And then we have a 6. So- Y'all are tromping through the sticky mud. And uh, as you go, I'll say, true shot, you kind of grab Moss's arm and give her a tug out of the way where she was about to step in uh, like a what looks to be a really big, unpleasant mud pit. And you manage to pull her out of the way, though. And uh, you have Millicent kind of towards the front, kind of watching the path. And everyone makes it through fine up to the hill.
1: I'm meant to be in forests. So I don't do well in swamps.
2: Oh, yeah, it's It's a different kind of terrain. It's going to take time to get used to. Okay. Uh, but everything goes well. You reach this hill that's skirted in mist. And as you get close to the base of the hill, you're greeted by the scent of sweet-smelling fruit. Damp, downy, silvery green moss blankets a gentle upward slope before giving way to a craggy ridge that marks the top of the hill. There are dozens of enormous willow trees dotting the hillside, swaying as though a breeze is shaking them, despite the fact that the air is very still. So oh, what? Seems- what is everyone
1: doing? I assume we're just going to... I was thinking just go up the hill, but boy, my luck is crap right now. So if anyone else has ideas and wants to take the lead, go for it. Yeah, uh,
4: I do. Just climb the hill.
3: Yeah, I kind of agree with True Shot, which is probably a bad sign. Um... But, yeah, I think we try to find a path and see if we can find our way up the hill. So. Okay,
2: anyone anyone who wants to can make a, I will give you perception, investigation, or survival check to find a good way up.
3: I will do survival. I got seven. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> got Looks seven. like we have
2: two 17s and a 7. What about you, Millicent?
0: 17.
2: Yeah, three 17s. Y'all are... Almost in sync here. Uh, so you do see there's kind of a little game trail, like a narrow path where you can see animals. Maybe people have walked, not a like a proper road or anything like that, but a trail that leads up through the hills. And it's not like a steep slope or a punishing climb or anything. But uh, as you go, you see three trees moving towards you. They're they're gradually getting closer.
3: Okay. I um, have my hand on my sword.
2: Y'all are still continuing forward, or?
3: Yeah, I would.
4: Okay, I'll just ask, uh, are the trees moving? Is this an optical illusion? Or are these like the trees we met at the carnival?
3: Uh, yes, no, possibly, in that order.
4: I'm going to try and hide. Okay, give me a roll.
3: I don't hide.
4: Uh,
0: that's <laughs> a natural one.
1: Hey, I'm not the worst rolls today. <laughs>
0: Apollo tells like I'm gonna hide, they just duck behind my brother. It's like we can see your ears coming right up over the back of
2: his
1: ears. It's like
2: eh. <laughs> Um Moss and True Shot, what are y'all doing? I don't know. I think I'm just intrigued by the move.
1: I like trees. Um I'm, I'm gonna approach, sure. So yeah, the trees
2: are moving towards you. Kind of their roots move up and forward and then dig back into the ground and then their roots move up and forward, kind of like they're walking. And you can tell they've got this slow mode of locomotion as they get close to you. And when you get about 10 feet away, they stop in front of you. And one tree in the center kind of gives an incline of its branches, kind of like a bow, but, you know, it's a tree. So it's doing its best here. We welcome you.
3: I reciprocate the bow, by the way.
2: We welcome you to tell me, Hill, but we do ask what your purpose is here.
3: We seek- Go ahead.
2: Sorry.
1: You're the one in the lead. You go ahead and talk.
3: <laughs> we seek Jingle Jangle.
2: Uh, she she is here. If you seek to uh, aid her or cheer her up, perhaps. She is in bad humor.
3: It seems... And another
2: tree... I was going to say, Another tree as, speaks up. God bless. Another tree speaks up and says, uh, we have been worried about her.
3: Well, it seems that Back this... That's a huge joke. It seems that this place is all sorts of, well, out of sorts. Perhaps we can be of assistance in writing some of that uh if this, you could direct us, it would be appreciated.
2: The swamp is a very unpleasant place. This is a third tree talking now. It is much better to stay on our hill than go into it, but unpleasant so yes, they you offered to. you seem friendly enough, and they direct you up the up the mountain and say. Jingle Jangle is quite friendly She collects keys They bring her a great deal of joy Is anyone talking Doing anything Asking any questions
3: I feel Alistair would be very quiet at this point And kind of defer to the rest of the group for questions
2: I feel around to
4: see if I have any that says I- uh,
1: uh, well, I'll chat with the trees um, So Moss kind of True shot oh, Just no. a second True shot, roll a d20
2: And on a 10 or higher will say you find a key in your pocket. Natural 20. Uh, yes, so you do find, you know, a little silver key in your pocket. You don't know where it came from, but it's kind of shiny.
4: Like, oh, I forgot I had this uh, back. I lost the lock years ago and just jammed it into my bag and been carrying it around ever since.
2: And one of the trees kind of turns to you. Oh, she might... She might like that if you're willing to part with it.
4: Yeah, actually, I
2: probably should have thrown this years ago, but that was fortunate. Uh, so Moss, you were you were going somewhere?
1: I yes, Moss kind of walks up to the the trees and asks, "Can you tell us why Jingle Jangle has not been in good spirits?"
2: <sighs> Three days ago, she left the hill to go rooting around for truffles. She is fond of the things, and uh, she was attacked by brigands. And uh, they hurt her. She's okay. She's on her feet, but uh, she's not been feeling well. And they took her truffles, which she was desperately unhappy about. She and hasn't left her. Months. She hasn't left her hilltop den since then. She must be hungry. One of the tree, a different tree, says she just hasn't gone anywhere. I hope she has something to eat up there. I hope she has something to drink. She must. They're kind of talking about themselves and.
1: Oh, um, I think. I'm good to keep going. Then. Let's go, go help the key hoarder.
2: Uh, so yes, they lead you up towards the top of the hill, and they sort of stop. They don't go all the way up to kind of the rocky crag of the hill. Um, but uh, you get up there, and at the top of the hill, uh, you see a cave with an entryway that is shaped kind of a little like a keyhole, and you see worn stone steps leading down into what feel, feels like a cellar, maybe. Is everyone going to tromp inside?
1: I'm all for tromping. Yeah,
3: I'll go in first. I'll take point.
2: Okay. And as you walk down the stairs, it is a little chilly in here, and you there's a little scent of iron in the air. From a distant spot within the chamber, sputtering candles illuminate a multitude of keys dangling from taut strings that crisscross over the walls. Hundreds of other keys lie strewn around the floor in the dirt. As you take in the scene, you hear the sound of keys jingling as a goblin emerges from the dimness. She wears a coat lined with metal keys and carries a flail with padlocks for heads. She manages a faint smile and says, how might Jingle Jangle unlock a bit of happiness for your lives today?
3: Um, I hold out the uh, little tiny dragon dude.
2: Uh, and... Sir Tolliver, you know, stands proudly and gives this very elaborate sweeping bow, with his wings sort of flaring out behind him as much as the cage will allow. Dear lady, I find myself in need of a key. And her face immediately goes into, like, this look of deep concern.
1: We don't suppose you might know where we could find a key to unlock this?
2: Ah, I might. I might have one. It is a- thing to be locked up i am sorry little fellow very sorry jingle jangle oh we will find a key that works we will find a key uh she comes over and um examines the lock kind of peering at it this way and that she pulls a key off of her coat and tries it doesn't work tries another key doesn't work goes off to uh kind of search around now, is anyone doing anything while she's sort of sorting through her key collection? I'll wait till she's going to give her that. As she, as she looks, she's like talking to herself and kind of, you know, picking up a key. Ah, oh, no, Jingle Jangle, not this one. It couldn't be this one. Uh, maybe this one? This one? Just uh, mumbling to herself as she goes. And finally, she finds a small silver key, very, very fine work with like little engraving on the key, just fanciful. And she brings it over and she gently puts it into the lock and twists and the door pops open and Sir Taliver flies out in kind of this grand flap of his wings and lands on the ground in front of Jingle Jangle and just does this. Even more elaborate bow than he could do with his wings restrained inside the cage. Thank you. Thank you, kind lady. This is, this is most a great favor from all of you. And he kind of looks around, indicating the whole group. If I may be of any assistance, if I may offer you anything, please, you must only ask. I, he kind of like pats down his pockets, which he does not have. I have very little of value, but I, if there is anything I can do. Okay, that's when I say,
4: and as a thank you, I hand her the key, I say, it belongs to a lock that has gone missing.
2: And uh, Jingle Jangle just gives the biggest grin. Ah, I don't have one like this in my collection. Thank you, thank you. What a, what a beautiful key, yes. And she goes to hang it up on the wall, kind of tying it with a little ribbon. It It is better for a key to have a use or a place in a collection where you might admire it. Better, better here than in the hands of those brigands. Uh, first they stole Jingle-Jangle's truffles, next they'll want Jingle-Jangle's keys. Someone ought to give them a good shaking down so they know what it feels like.
1: Uh, I think we did. We heard you had encountered trouble with brigands. Are, is there anything we can help you with? Are you Are you well? Are you injured?
2: I am bruised and embarrassed, but I am okay. I have no truffles though, which is a real shame.
1: We can keep an eye out for truffles while we continue our adventure.
2: So you are visitors here in Prismere. Can can Jingle Jangle ask why why you have come? This is not it's not a very nice place. You've probably noticed that.
3: To get back what was stolen from us, and as I look at these realms and talk to people, more and more it feels like remove a hag.
2: Oh, that would be very good. Very good indeed. Yes, Jingle Jangle would like that. The hags are uh, very unkind, very tricksy bargainers. Uh, Jingle Jangle had a... Uh, Jingle Jangle does not recommend making any kind of arrangement with Bavlorna. Very dangerous. Very dangerous.
1: Yes, we've we've heard that from a few other sources as well.
2: Uh, Jingle Jangle tried... And it did not, it did not go well. She's kind of clutching some of the keys on her jacket, kind of making little fists around them and then letting go kind of
1: back and forth. What deal did you try to make with the hags?
2: Uh, Jingle Jangle was, uh, Jingle Jangle was very scared. Jingle Jangle was afraid, afraid of being trapped, of being stuck behind a locked door or in a cage. Like you, little one, she... Uh, sort of gestures at T- Sir Talliver, who, you know, inclines his head. So afraid. Jingle Jangle was so afraid. She went to see Bavlorna to see if Bavlorna could help. Yeah, but now Jingle Jangle just collects keys. Jingle Jangle supposes she won't get stuck behind any locked doors with these keys. Certainly, if
1: if her collection is large enough, she'll never be trapped. Was someone trying to trap you? Was someone threatening you or attacking you?
2: She kind of rubs her head, staring down at the floor, sort of deep in thought for a moment. Jingle Jangle can't remember. Only fear. Jingle Jangle was very afraid.
1: So you went to Bevlarna for protection.
2: She nods.
1: Did she protect you? Or did she only take from you?
2: Well, Jingle Jangle has not been caught in any cages. Jingle Jangle now has all these keys. I I do not know if she helped or hurt Jingle Jangle, but uh, now Jingle Jangle must collect keys wherever she
1: goes. It's the only way Jingle Jangle feels safe. But you don't have to give them. You didn't promise keys to bevlorna
2: No, no, no. I don't. I don't give anything to bevlorna I try not to see Bablorna at all if I can. Hello. Sorry, I'm yeah. Thinking. Does anyone? I don't know. Yeah, does, does else anyone else. have? have we go? Yeah, let's get yeah. going. Let's. Does anyone else have questions for Milis? For sure, uh, ask me anything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for Jingle no. Jangle I Appleton, going, A.M.A. I was going to ask if you had questions, but then my brain got it backwards. And uh does anyone have questions for Jingle Jangle, or want to talk, or do anything while they're here? Well, did we? We got him out of his cage. Right? He is Sir taliver Is out of his cage.
0: What we were doing. Does he heading off to go talk to the Summer Queen now?
2: Uh. Yes, he's still. Uh, so, Sir Taliver uh, comes to you, Alistair, standing in front of you. He is much, much smaller than you. He I says, will actually lean
3: down and, and like get as close to him out, uh, as I can. Like I, I know that I'm not going to be able to, but like I'll get on my knee and everything so that it's less uh, less inconvenient for him. Or I'll even hold out my hand mm-hmm. so he can hop on it if he wants.
2: Uh yes, he will. He will hop on your hand and uh, you know give another one of those big bows. I am. Very grateful for this rescue. Very grateful to all of you. He indicates the entire room, and uh, I do have little to give, but I wish to give you this. And he has unbuckled his sword from his from his waist and offers it to you. Uh,
3: well, as please, I am,
2: please take this, and may it serve you well in your travels.
3: I, understanding the rules of this place, I will take it. Glad and thank you.
0: Here, have some pan flute. I give him my pan flute. I'm not kidding. I have a really yeah. He gets my pan flute. Ah,
2: well, this is a grand gift. You need not give me anything after this rescue. I
0: don't like the pan flute anyway.
2: (laughs) And he he does give out kind of a laugh that's kind of like this sort of ringing of bells sort of noise. You've probably none of you have ever heard a fairy dragon laugh before. It's an odd sound. Someone is a uh, so, monk. <laughs> uh, so he accepts it and again bows graciously. I do appreciate your service. I will go to my queen now and your valor will not be forgotten. I will ask if she can send any aid to this realm for clearly it is badly in need of it, very badly.
1: Do we want to ask him uh, anything else before he leaves? Do we want to I don't know if he's going to actually know more about that. It seems like just as baffled as we are.
2: Uh, He will say one more thing and say, if you meet Morgot oh, I'm not saying that right, Morgort, Morgort? If you meet Morgort, please, please tell her what happened to Wigglewag. She also helped me escape from downfall from Bavlorna, and she deserves at least to know the fate of her friend. He was very brave, very brave. They were both very brave.
1: We will, we will keep an eye out. Morgort? Morgort,
2: Yes. And unless anyone wants to say or do anything, he will fly off. Cool. So then um,
3: we need to figure out how to I get will, to the hag then, yes? I will
2: say, uh, Alistair. Yes? This uh, tiny sword is a plus one dagger.
3: Interesting. Which
2: uh, anyone in the party can use if they are inclined to use a dagger.
3: I, I'll offer it to the group. Uh, my main weapon is the uh, katana, so anybody wants uh, to use a dagger feel free
0: i mean i do use daggers but i mean I'm, i primarily i have a rapier and a dagger i think i go rapier main hand dagger offhand
1: yeah i i have a dagger but i think i would more likely use bows if we end up in combat
2: yeah it may just be a back back uh, backup weapon for any of y'all but it was like a really big long sword on sir Taliver and it's really like a kind of small dagger to the rest of you
4: i mean if nobody else wants it like his only weapon, he gives it to us. we all like, "No."
2: <laughs> I mean, it's very elaborate. It has this kind of beautiful, uh, like a, a leather scabbard that has all sorts of um, designs in it. And the if you pull out the blade, it has uh, it's very elaborately engraved. It's very fancy, but well made. Very well made.
0: I mean, does anyone else mind if I take it?
2: <laughs> all,
0: right. all right, I'll uh, strap it on. Mostly because I think it looks nice.
2: Uh, yes, it's it's a fancy little dagger. Um, so anyone else doing anything talking to Jingle Jangle? Who's kind of back, going through her collection of keys? Like how
3: just, how do we get to the Hag? Uh,
2: Hags are Bafflorna is in Downfall.
3: I consult our crudely drawn map.
2: Uh, yes, and your crudely drawn map does have Downfall in it. I believe the brigands mentioned Downfall as well. Um but downfall downfall is in the middle of a swamp. It is uh, a very very dangerous to get there now that everything everything is a swamp. You have to go through. Um and you do see an area kind of uh, uh kind of northwest of you with all of these little bridges drawn out, little uh roadways leading up to a tree trunk. That's that's <laughs> how you're reading what it is anyway. You can't swim through the swamp. Very dangerous. You have to take these little these little uh, uh, bridges, these paths, and you can run into many bad things there. Brigands, unpleasant, unpleasant. I, I will not go back. Jingle jangle will not. Jingle jangle
1: does not like to travel.
3: And I apologize. I may miss this. Did Jingle Jangle tell us if the Hag took anything from them? If not, um, I'm going to ask the question. She
1: didn't seem to under- She didn't seem to know. Like couldn't remember. She's not giving her any keys. That was um. She
2: did say she she entered a deal with Lorna to not be afraid of being imprisoned anymore. She was scared of being locked up, of being trapped behind a locked door. And uh, now she's not really scared of being trapped by a locked door because she is compelled to collect all of these keys, endlessly collecting keys.
1: So take that as you will. Okay. Uh, do we have any like leftover food from when we were at the Wandering Inn, by any chance?
2: Um, I will say that Sue would have been glad to give you, you know, anything, anything you would have liked—a
3: a goblin like, bag, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little, a little to-go bag of, uh, you know, a little like a kind Some of leftovers. whatever. What's the fantasy equivalent of a thermos full of like hot stew?
1: I'm not sure.
3: Uh, a bag of colding, <laughs> which is a thing. Um. Anyway, but yeah, that's.
1: I'm, I'm going to give whatever leftover food we had to Jingle Jangle. She seems to be having a rough time. And if she's not going to leave, it doesn't, you know, die.
0: Since I just got a dagger, I'm going to give my last regular dagger to her. Okay. Like here, another dagger. Watch, I have three. <laughs> so this is my second. Here you go. You can have a dagger.
2: Oh! Oh, thank you. It's. Not as good as a key, but still very shiny. She's, like, turning the blade around and watching how the candlelight reflects off of it.
0: If you, if you stick it in somebody in the right place and turn, it's very much like a key. It will open them up.
2: The brigands deserve it. They deserve yeah.
3: it. Uh, if this was a video game, you would see one of those things pop up, like in the Telto things that says Alistair will remember that.
2: <laughs> um. So, yes, the area of the map she was... She was directing you to is labeled Brigands Tollway in kind of a shaky hand, but it is labeled. Sounds charming. Alrighty then. Okay. Are y'all leaving?
3: Yeah, um, I guess
4: can't yep. get to right in the inn, all the way up there.
2: <laughs> um, I'm afraid once the inn settled down and let you out, it wandered away again.
3: I could uh I thank you for your hospitality, Jingle Jingle, and we will do our best to set right what is wrong here. Uh, hopefully we can bring some respite to the denizens of this plane.
0: And then this leap will be the leap home.
2: <laughs> a jingle Jangle gives you a big smile through like a bite of a roll that was in your in with your food. A jingle Jangle appreciates it. Someone needs to show Agadon Longscarf what for?
1: Oh, and who I is think that? I can accommodate <laughs> that
2: He's the leader of the brigands is he is he a herring gun? He is a herring gun, yes, like you, like you, but not nice like you. you're nice. he Longscarf okay. is not nice
0: that was a there was a woman in charge of the herring gun bandits we saw last time, correct? Yes, so not that one. good. then I don't feel bad about not stabbing them. <laughs> Maybe That'd we should be- go find these brigands first. Maybe if we say take over the brigands, uh, displace this this obnoxious, disagreeable fellow, uh, Aster can can lead a group of people, and then we'll have our own little brigand army.
2: Be careful! Be careful! If you try, Agdon is fast and tricksy and dangerous.
1: Seems like everything here is.
2: You'll you'll know him when you see him. He has a bright blue scarf. You can't miss it. Be careful. Okay. So everyone is heading back out.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. I would remember. Uh, there's no other reason for us to be here. So,
2: yep, you ride right with. <laughs> um. So, so y'all head out of Jingle Jangle's cave and back down the hill. All of the trees around you kind of sway in a way that feels happy. You know, kind of like a little tree dance. Okay. And uh, several I mean, of them have gathered around you. <laughs> Yeah, you can if you want to. Okay, oh, yeah, no, good, good carry on. I'll
1: you Sorry. Uh,
2: several of them have approached you and uh, are kind of cheerfully swaying their their limbs. We can tell jingle jangle is much happier now. We do appreciate it, says another.
1: Happy to help. She seems to have run afoul of the same hags that that we did. So I'm glad she's she's happier.
2: And uh, another tree comes up approaching. And lowers a branch towards the group and says, here, for your trouble. And hanging around the branch is a small key. Doesn't Jingle Jangle want this? Jingle Jangle dropped it, and I don't think she'll miss it. But you might find it useful in the future. All right, I'll take it. It's a fairly simple key, kind of stout, made of iron. Iron?
1: Hmm, iron. Well, thank you very much.
2: And they uh, cheerfully escort you down the hill, kind of doing their cheerful branch waving as you go. And you are back down in the swamp. I assume you were all trekking towards the brigands' Tollway marked on the map? Yep, seems I'm
0: ready to, be, to roll it again. Seems the only way to get to downfall, so yeah.
2: It was the only way Jingle Jangle knew, and kind of how the map is laid out, It every other direction is kind of, swamp and from what you've seen there is a lot of swamp okay so y'all trudge through the swamp and uh you're you're doing okay i'm not going to continually make you do survival checks to make sure you don't fall into the mud because that would get tedious pretty fast (laughs) uh yes or someone's going to get trapped in the mud forever either of those things are a possibility as you are going along in the distance, Alistair, you spot, you hear rushing water.
3: Uh, okay. That's not good. I'm I mean, making the, a note.
2: The, the swamp here is still very still, but there's rushing water kind of
1: off to your left, you think.
3: There appears to be rushing water to our left, friends. It's
1: unusual in a swamp.
3: That it is. Do we investigate?
1: My what do you think, there. True
3: Shot? We might be able to uh, catch a swan
4: boat and ride that up the river to the, where we're going.
3: The swan boats are back on the other side of the portal, friend. Oh, well, maybe they're just swans.
1: There could be swans here. <laughs> yeah, you don't know swamp swans. It could be a thing. Especially in a very strange place like this. Anything's
3: possible. Yeah, maybe we should go forward and take a look just to be on the safe side.
0: Uh, no I know, then not know.
3: Yeah. And
1: don't know if, we, if we hear... A place where enemies could be lurking, I think better to find out what's going on. Make sure that also if our DM says, hey, there's a thing you want to look, at, then I'm going to say yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much.
1: <laughs> you can decide to not look. It's fine. You let's know, go. Let's see some water.
2: Swamps are full of all sorts of things. Uh, so Alistair guides you towards the sound of this water. And as you get closer, you can all hear rushing water, and soon enough you see it, too. There is a stone well that's about 10 feet tall, 5 feet in diameter, and a steady geyser of water is shooting up from it. The water is about 30 feet above the well, just gushing. Interesting. And, uh, Millicent, you notice at the top of this sort of fountain of water there's something shiny floating in it
0: shiny
2: you see something something up there
0: how high up is it
2: 30 feet
0: and how does it look very very large
2: uh the thing does not look large
0: i'm gonna cast mage hand then
2: okay what's mage hand has a range of 30 feet is that correct
0: that is correct i'm gonna try to use mage hand to snag it and bring it down if it's if it's too heavy then it's too heavy i'll find
4: out
2: is anyone else doing anything? True shot? Uh
4: no. I'm convinced that is not Wells work.
2: Moss. I'm
1: see how this pans out for uh <laughs> Millicent first.
2: Ah, uh, okay. So you summon your mage hand, and it goes up to the top of this geyser of water and plucks out a small item and carries it back down. You see it has a tiny bottle in its hands. Hand. One hand, okay.
0: Yeah, it is a hand. So yes.
2: Yeah, a literal hand. Crew hand. Hands, ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um I'll be like letting it bob in the hand and look at it. I'm not going to touch it with my hand hands.
2: Okay. As the mage hand brings it down, you see a ball of light near the well blink into existence and head your way.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Like is dancing light kind of light or
2: um, it is a, it's just kind of a wispy ball of light. You kind of think it's a, it almost looks like a lantern light. True Shot might think it's a lantern light. I'm not sure. Except it's approaching you and you don't see a lantern.
0: Oh.
1: I don't really know what to do about that.
3: Hmm. Okay.
2: Okay. So is anyone doing anything as it approaches you?
3: It's a lantern?
0: It's or a light.
2: it
1: looks like a lantern?
2: It's a light.
0: I'm going to be up front. Uh, Matt has his suspicions, but Millicent wouldn't know that. <laughs> so,
3: I mean, I would take up a point with my hand on my weapon, just in case.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: At at this point, I think I would just try talking to it, because everything else we've met <laughs> so far, we've just been friendly, like, breeze everything, so I would just kind of, like, bow and say hello.
1: Honestly, that's probably kind of what I would do, too. I would be ready to fight, but not necessarily assuming <laughs> yeah. combat stance yet
2: as it approaches you it says thieves dishonorable thieves now i'm thinking we might have to fight something
3: <laughs> we are we are none of these things who do you speak to specter
2: you have taken what is mine what was mine from the well what
3: this
0: it was floating on top of that big column
3: of water i didn't
0: know it
4: was
2: yours
0: for that matter i don't see your name on it do i see your name on it is your what's your <laughs>
4: name yeah also wellstone's bow water into the air like the water down below
2: the the light kind of turns towards you true shot in so much as like you you f- you like feel its gaze on you for a moment
3: you feel the head tilt and,
2: yeah you, you you can just sense it and then it turns back to millicent <laughs> we do not remember our name this thing this this trinket is the last of our life return it to us
0: don't you want to know what's in it? I mean, if it's the last of your life, I mean, do you just going to sit here guarding this thing? What is it anyway? It's a bottle.
2: Uh, it is a bottle with clear liquid inside. Like it was ours. It is the only thing we have left.
0: Okay, do you remember what it is?
2: A vial filled with rainwater that we collected in the Wild many, many years ago.
0: Okay, uh, where'd you collect it from? Like maybe we could go there and get you more of it. Maybe that would help you. I mean, you seem to be a a ball of light. Uh does, is that your normal state?
2: <laughs>
0: like I'm up, up front. I don't understand what's happening.
2: Uh this is this me, Liz, thinks this is hilarious because uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you, Millicent, you feel you again. You feel its gaze on you, like it's looking at you. Even though it's it's a ball of light, it doesn't have eyes. But you kind of feel this the heavy weight of its gaze.
3: I, I'm not willing
0: to. I'm not. I'm going to turn to my brother. I'm not willing to fight over a bun a, like a vial of water. I mean, I hold on. I hold I on
3: my hand for the vial.
0: Ah, uh, you want me to give it to you? Yes. All right. I just walked the mage hand over to my brother. Yeah, I, and I. Hand it back to the
3: ball as of light. this is what yeah hold on I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that I, I take the vial I walk over to the ball of light and I hold it out uh, no harm was meant we did not mean to take what we did not know was not ours
2: and uh, the ball of light kind of bobs in the air for a moment and like comes forward to you and like envelops this uh, this vial. And backs away, and there's you kind of see it now in the middle of this ball of light.
3: What? Oh, the vials in the middle of the ball of light? Yeah. Do you remember of anything of your life here, if I might ask? If you don't remember your old life, what about this current?
2: It's difficult to remember things. Mostly we remember this, which we had, this last thing, so we must hang on to it.
0: Why was it in a big column of water shooting up then? Did something else, did the column of water take it from you? Or were you up there?
2: The well the well is our home. So, so you were we up have a home anymore.
0: So you were up there and I pulled that thing out of you. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, I'm really sorry. I just thought it was just floating on top of a big column of water. I didn't realize whatever just happened.
2: You mortal beings are very strange. You have a strange way of looking at things.
3: Okay. <laughs> well then
2: it 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 was not always like this. Most of the wells are just wells, but this one is I do not know. I do not know.
4: Do you want us to fix the well?
0: I mean, is the well <laughs>
4: broken? I mean...
2: Seems to be right, because that's not how it works. Well. It is spouting
1: water.
3: I think this yeah, entire but... area is broken.
2: And uh, the, the ball of light sort of bobs in front of you. Yes, the realm is broken. All, all malfunctions. We remember it used to be very beautiful. Wait a minute.
0: What's the name of the person... That that Warlock was serving? Sibilna And this is Zabilna's realm originally. Prismir was Zabilna's realm? Correct. Yes,
2: he was the ruler of Prismir. Are you Zabilna? Do you remember that name? Is that you? <laughs> we we are not Zabilna. We remember Zabilna. We remember Zabilna being here.
1: You know where That she would is have
2: been, been that would have been hilarious, Matt, if you just like leapfrogged the entire adventure that way. But no, this is not okay. this is not Zabilna. You are very bad at leapfrogging the entire adventure, but fortunately this is not actually Zabilna.
0: (laughs) Just making sure.
2: (laughs) Never hurts to check. Um, Moss, were you saying something?
1: Oh, uh, I was asking our floating light friend if it knew where Zabilna was or had seen seen her. Sorry, you kind of missed the thread of the conversation there. I got a little
2: brain derailed. We know she has not passed on. We would have seen her if she had. She must be somewhere, but she's not here. Well,
0: this part of Prismere is called Hither, right? Yes. Then there's two others. Maybe she's in one of the other two.
3: Or maybe she's split between the three. We should- we will investigate, though.
2: We would- as much as we can, we would prefer that It was more peaceful when she was here.
3: We shall do what we can, then.
2: And did again bobs at you, and- starts drifting back to the well unless anyone has anything else they want to say or
0: That was my first successful use of Mage Hand. It got taken away from me real fast. <laughs>
2: I. It was a successful use of Mage Hand. Yeah. You did use Mage Hand and you grabbed something and brought it to you.
3: I'm just trying to remember the rules that the innkeeper told us and to follow them because if we can avoid a fight, I will avoid a fight.
0: I didn't want to take nothing from anybody. I just thought it was a thing floating in a big oh, yeah. column of water. I didn't
1: mm-hmm. No Oh, We seem to be okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm good to
0: carry on. I didn't see your name on it. Wait, is your name on it? What's your name? <laughs>
1: that
3: was pretty good, actually. I appreciate it. <laughs> Channeling my inner bugs.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. Um. So this well, like erupting like this, has made the has really made the water level in this area start to rise. It's uh, less mud and more kind of like calf-deep, dark, muddy water.
3: This seems uh, double plus on good. We should probably not be in here. Can I see any way for us to get above the water level, or is it just kind of like this as far as we can see?
2: Um, I mean there's a lot of water coming out, and it is pretty mucky. Um, give me a perception check.
3: Alrighty. It's Remember, gonna I
0: gave you inspiration a long time ago.
3: Uh, it's probably been more than an hour, so... Actually, it definitely has been more than an hour.
0: Yeah, we took a short rest. Never mind. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so that's an eighteen. Again, these ice are going to break bad at some point.
2: <laughs> um, you you can tell that back the direction you came, you that it's a little higher ground. It's not as mushy, more mud than water. But uh, you also can look directly ahead of you, the direction you're going towards Brigand's Tollway, and you see the water is getting deeper in that direction.
1: Like water's getting deeper, the way we've been
4: trying to go. Yes. It, are we close enough that he can see Bridget with that roll? Um. Hmm.
1: I'll say, yeah,
2: you can. They're, they're in the far distance, but you think you can see some like catwalks over the water.
3: All right. I'll start trying to lead us that way. We'll trudge trudge through as much as we have to, and hopefully get to those bridges so we can get out of uh onto something semi dry. Because wet fur smells awful.
1: I was gonna say puppies can uh-huh. smell terrible. <laughs>
3: actually how tall is puppy
1: uh puppy comes up to like about chest height
3: okay just making sure because I would offer I would offer to piggyback puppy if it came down to it um
2: <laughs> but you, are
1: puppy could piggyback big. you potentially
2: <laughs> our are big. but our, our herring guns aren't very big either are they
3: paragon um, are medium, medium size yeah they they can okay, be okay. they can be yeah. small but just like let's stick small no we picked we picked medium so we are we're an average human size.
1: Okay. Then, then yes, I think you would not enjoy carrying both. Yeah, that's but f- i appreciate the
3: offer. That's fine. Alright, friends, uh, the water is getting deeper. I think I see the bridges up ahead. Uh, hopefully, we can get there in one piece and get out of this muck. Uh, but keep your wits about you, please. And I start trudging forward.
0: Why start now? I- I'll be following <laughs> Alistair.
1: Yeah, Moss gives a side-eye to a true shot. <laughs> but doesn't say anything. And he
4: nods back, not understanding what that meant.
3: One hundred percent. I like it.
2: Mm. Um, someone, y'all's pick. Someone roll a d eight for me. Not it. I'm rolling terrible. Don't, don't, don't make me do I'll it. I'll do
0: it unless True Shot really wants to. Go for it. Seven.
2: Seven. Okay. As you you see the water rising in the distance, but as you head that way, uh, you uh, you find yourself heading uphill. Like there's a Uh, There's a little rise that's above the water that's above, you know, kind of the the rising water. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty big one where you think you can, you know, keep your feet dry, at least for a little while longer. And through it, a stream is running.
0: Oh, that looks interesting.
2: It's are you all continuing to trudge forward on dry land? Are you looking at anything?
0: I'm going to look at the stream and the area that we're heading towards. Yeah.
2: Okay, the water here is actually, um, the grass here is kind of greener than you've seen elsewhere. And the water, the stream's about 10 foot wide. It's pretty, it's pretty big, but it's not, you don't think it's very deep. Uh, and you can kind of, you can hear it moving, the water moving, but it looks very still, almost like a mirror.
3: Mirrors seem dangerous in this place. <laughs> if, so if
4: I were to look, would I have a reflection?
2: Um, wow, that's a good question. Are you going to look?
4: I think so, yes.
2: If you're going to look, I need you to roll a D8. <laughs> a two. A two. You look in, and you don't see yourself. Instead, you see a scene, you see a bullywug, which is like a frog creature. And he's dressed in these fancy but kind of worn clothes. And he has a crown on his head kind of ill-fitting, that he's constantly adjusting. It's a crown of lily blossoms that he just constantly reaches up to his head and kind of tweaks to try and get it to fit right. But it, even you can tell this was not a crown made for him. It does not fit his head. It's like a little too small. And he's leafing through a book spread in his lap. And that's it. You see this and then it fades away and there's nothing at all on the river except water. All right touch the water
4: you i make it blend see if I can under
2: the water does ripple but you don't see anything it's cool and clear I'll say you do see you do see the bottom of this little stream bed which is lined with rocks and sand nothing certainly nothing that looks like a bully lug.
4: okay then I will aid that to the others yeah it's to be showing the scribe hmm. I'm
1: not sure what to make of that
3: I feel like we're gonna say that a lot in this place
1: Yep. Does
2: anyone else want to take a look?
3: Sure, do why anything not?
2: Else. You, gotta, that... you gotta roll me a D8. Alrighty. And if it's a two, you need to roll again.
0: Well, it was a three.
2: Okay, a three. You see a hag. Her features are kind of toad-like. And uh, she's relaxing in a pool of water. All around her, there are little miniature versions of herself that are, you know, doing all the, you know, things to care for her, ladling water over her, and uh, things of that nature. You see you see her relaxing for a moment, and then the vision fades away, and you just see the water.
0: Okay, uh, I just saw a, a, a froggy hag getting bathed by smaller froggy... Th- were they also hags, or just, were they just froggy?
2: No, no, they, looked, they looked just like the hag, only they were small.
0: Yeah, like big, big froggy hag in a bath being served by smaller exact copies of her that were bathing her and doing stuff for her.
3: Uh, this they seems this seems to be giving us visions or information. I will also take a look.
0: Okay, give me
2: a D8. I'm
0: telling you, eight out of the die you get possessed by a hag.
3: Seven.
2: <laughs> you see, you look in and you see... Two marrows swimming past in murky water. That is some kind of fishy thing. I don't know if that's actually is that actually a monster. Yeah, I am. I am looking up a description of this. Um, <laughs> it's oh yeah, it's kind of a naga thing, but definitely not a naga. It's something totally distinct from a naga. It's like a, a fish person with a with a tail and kind of a humanoidish upper half. You see them, two of them swimming smoothly under the water.
3: All right, I pull my gaze back and I inform everybody else.
2: Um, if you want to give me a history check, I will see what you might know about marrow.
3: Yeah, let's take a look. History is. I'll give you advantage because hmm? I, I have a good It's it's, it's okay. I rolled a natural twenty. Oh,
0: well, <laughs> roll again. Maybe you get another
3: one. <laughs> I will, I will for grins, because why not? I did not. So it's a natural 20, will stand. I have a plus zero in history, so yay.
2: I mean, that's that's still pretty good. You know that Marrow are very, uh, they're large and not friendly creatures. They're very violent and cruel. They usually haunt coastal waters where they'll prey on fishermen and merfolk and anything else they see that's edible. These are not things you would want to, ru- to run across. You recall them being known for snatching unwary people right out of the water and devouring them. You don't know how much of this is fact or fiction, but that's that's what you're aware of about the marrow.
3: I relay that.
1: Alright. I'll take a turn.
2: Okay, roll a d8. Six. A six. You see a short mean-looking old woman wearing a crimson cap a leather apron and these weird boots that you think are made of metal kind of and sh- she is in a very messy ugly kitchen and she's using a big cleaver to chop meat and then it all fades away again
1: yeah. sure. share with the group so i'm sure, sure we've, i'm sure this means something and- hope we learn what it means sooner. Anybody else? I think well, we've like all looked we've at all, this point. Yeah, you've
2: all looked. And uh, Give Puppy if, a if, shot. <laughs> um, well, Puppy wouldn't be able to communicate it back to you. I so have speak puppy... with animals. I was
1: going to oh. say, I think I just gave myself a spell to be able to do that. Yeah, I got that
2: too. I mean, if you want to do that, sure. What the heck? How, how much intelligence does like a wolf
1: have?
0: Yeah, probably. Well, it's kept
1: it kept me alive and has been my slash parent figure for however long <laughs> since a, I've been in here in the carnival it, initially. It, so they have an int not genius, but not stupid.
2: <laughs> By the book they have an int of three. So <laughs> uh but roll me a d eight for puppy and we'll see what puppy sees. Puppy has rolled a seven. Um, roll me something else. Let's see if we can get one. <laughs>
1: puppy like, has paws it's, and is not good a, at
2: dice. Like, it's a D8, but I'm, I don't want to repeat the same one. Uh, five? Uh, five. Oh, gosh. Um, so someone's casting speak with animals to talk to Puppy? I'll do it. I
1: never cast a spell. before.
2: Ah, yes. Rangers, Rangers don't get spell casting immediately, but you do get some stuff. Um, so Puppy tells you, I'm not going to try to... Come up with a dog talk, but uh, Puppy tells you there's a figure, a humanoid, in a cage. It seems to be over a lake. Right. The humanoid is making, and the humanoid is making some kind of noise. Almost like he's calling, but Puppy isn't sure. Puppy doesn't know this person. Puppy wouldn't follow the call of someone they don't know.
1: Well, I thank you for telling me
2: and give her some scriptures. Ah, okay. So... <laughs> The stream continues kind of eventually going back into the muck of this swampy lake. I assume everyone is continuing. Yep. Yep. And uh, you do see a bridge in the distance. The water keeps getting higher and higher. And by the time you reach the bridge, it's uh, probably about four feet. I mean, this is really high. Puppy is going to have to dog paddle. He's
1: a very good swimmer. She'll be fine.
2: And uh, you see this bridge hanging out over the water. It's not very high up over the water. And I'm just going to assume you can all pull yourself up and out, if you so desire.
0: Yeah, I would like to get out of the water.
2: Yep. Yeah. You are all covered in terrible muck. That mm-hmm. is a fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are pretty sure that this is Brigand's Tollway marked on the map. It is... Um. It's a very rickety causeway of wooden planks that form kind of a a web-like structure over this part of the bog. And uh, far in the distance, you can see like massive what looks like the stump of a tree. But I think this is a good place to stop before we go further into the brigands causeway and perhaps stumble <laughs> into new adventures, oh, which yeah. I'm sure will be. Pleasant and friendly and happy. Of course.
0: Well, so far. I mean, except for the possible fight with a glowing thing, which we ended up getting around.
4: Yeah, it has been pretty nice.
2: Uh, yeah. And the one of the cool things about the adventure is you could go through the whole thing without killing anyone. If that was what you wanted.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: You you could do the whole thing without any fights. And yeah. But cool. uh, some people are kind of asking for it. So, hmm. Uh, but yes, that will call it for the day. Does someone want to do the outro? Because I don't have the outro memory. Absolutely. The outro.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. Your continued support means this podcast sighting community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue and an ads free Site Experience.